0: The While You Are Single podcast. OJ Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouarethingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is OJ Tokes. I want to uh,
1: introduce our panel tonight. And what's fascinating is I knew most of them when we were all single. It's one thing to see people who are married already, but it's another thing to see them when we were all single, all trusting God, all going through what a lot of singles go through as far as, especially for those that want to get married. and. Um, really remarkable to see the journey and know some of their stories and the heartbreaks and all that kind of good stuff and it, it's been a journey but it's really awesome to see them here tonight and um first is fernando and leslie villanueva let's give them a round of applause Woo! um i met fernando through leslie and if i'm not mistaken the first time i met fernando was during a men's conference at the church we attend and uh, at that time, I knew that she was seeing him, and I knew some of the, some of her story. And I was like, "You got a good man here, you know." <laughs> so really excited to have Leslie here. Leslie and I we served together in ministry for years, so it's really great to see what God is doing in their lives right now. And also, it's Felipe and Jessica Casares. We're gonna round of applause. Thank you. I've known them for years as well. I served with Jessica for years, <laughs> and uh, I know part of the story as well, and I'm sure they're going to share a little bit with us uh, tonight. And right here, I've known this couple for years as well, Kwaku uh, and Cheryl Norton, who were of was my best man at my wedding. <laughs> Not only that, he's on the board for while you were single. So when I tell you guys that we have a board, I'm not just blowing smoke. I do have a board. And I have to be on my best behavior because, you know, I have to answer to him on the board. He's been a blessing to me personally, my, my wife and I. He's a very supportive. But while you are single, very great guy, and Cheryl as well, just uh, just honored to have them. I've been trying to get these people here. But uh thank God that we have them here tonight. So we're gonna have a great time tonight and um I'm gonna pass the mic. Who wants to I'll just I'm gonna pass the mic to somebody. Go ahead, you want it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to All right, you guys can hear my voice, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a few questions here. By the way, Jessica She's written a book called Expresso. Can we share a little bit? Let let um, everyone oh, um, know a little bit about it. I don't need
2: it. a mic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our my pastor's wife um, had this idea to write a devotional and she knows I love coffee, so I guess she asked me <laughs> because I love coffee and Jesus to co-write it with with her. So it is a devotional and it just has like a, a special method on how to read it. And how to apply it because you know there's a lot of books out there that you just read it but sometimes you need a little twist on how to break it down and interpret what god is trying to say so it was a blessing to be a part of it and Tokes let me bring some books tonight so we're selling them for 15 dollars if you want one thank you, thank you, thank you, Tokes. Thank you
1: let's open up in prayer heavenly father god i thank you for every single person here tonight I thank you for the panel that you have presented to us here tonight, Father God. We ask to pour your spirit on them. Yes. Make your words known through them and to yes. them and through them to yes. us, Father God. Thanks for pouring your spirit upon them, Father God, and uh, putting your words in their tongue and causing and them to speak what you want them to speak to us tonight. I pray that our hearts are open to hear you tonight, Father God. Open our ears to hear, open our eyes to receive, open our minds to understand what you're sharing with us tonight, Father God. Whatever you want us to ask, because Some of us have questions that have been lingering in our hearts for years. Mm -hmm. And you want to answer those questions tonight, Father God. I thank you for causing us to ask those questions so that you can answer them through these individuals here tonight, Father God. Father, you know very well that these individuals are busy they have busy lives, but they have submitted themselves to be here tonight. We pray that you replenish them for the time they've lost tonight, Lord. You perfect all that concerns every one of them, Father God. Yeah, Supply yes, all right. they need according Amen. to your riches and glory. And I thank you for doing likewise for every single person here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. All righty. Um, first question How long have you been married?
3: You you got married in 2012, so we've been
2: married uh, coming up six years this summer, June 2nd. You know the
3: exact
2: date. We will be married ten years in November.
4: Ten years. And we got married
5: in 2014, so it's been four years.
1: So, how did you meet your spouse?
5: Uh, Fernando and I actually met through mutual friends at church. Um, We uh, had, you know, I I had seen him through uh, one of my friends. Um, He used to hang out with her all the time. And, um, you know, I had never seen him at church, but it seems like after we met, All of a sudden i was seeing fernando all the time at church um and uh just through there our friends were secretly um playing uh matchmaker but they (laughs) didn't tell us so uh you know we had no idea until after we got together that they were actually praying for us and you know kind of making things happen on purpose to see if anything happened
6: one thing i want to share when we're when my friend was moving, so this is a perfect example.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: When my, my my friend was moving, we pretty much lived in the same complex, and so she asked a bunch of people for help, or a lot of her friends for help, and so I decided to go help her out. And the only two people that showed up were me and her. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a classic example as far as as far as the kind of woman that I wanted. So, like, so somebody that wanted to help and, and at that time I think she was with the, she had brought her parents in because her father had a stroke, and so that also gave me a perfect example. Awww. I want to play. That's good.
2: good. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, I have a very spiritual answer we met at a bar <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay so every sinner has a past and so we're gonna keep it real i was not saved when i met this man but i truly believe he had a huge part in why i'm saved and why i'm so passionate and sharing my faith and in sharing how god can use the least of the least to just do some of his greatest mm-hmm. works because when he met me he didn't want nothing to do with me and I was like, I'm gonna marry him <laughs> but um, we dated and we broke up because it was a total like nightmare um, you know it was just impossible to make it work because I was so fixated on just I don't have to do things God's way you know I've always done it my way and he knew it was not going to work and we took a break and during that break i fell madly in love with jesus and when we got back together he was like whoa who am i married <laughs> and it was all over <laughs> when is
4: <it>? yeah <clears throat> in the beginning like she said we 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 met at the <laughs> the worst place right but that's that's where we were in our lives i mean i was Um, working on my relationship with Christ, number one, but at the same time, I was still hanging on to my wrong friends, you know, um, and still going out and doing those things while I'm still trying to focus, which wasn't working right. And then I met her, which, she's my wife now, so I love her. (laughs) But (laughs) it was completely not what I needed at the time. When I was trying to stay focused on Christ, I was being distracted with with friends Mm -hmm. and with bad relationships. Not, I mean, I mean, we're trying. I mean, you know,
2: there's grace. There's a lot of grace in marriage.
4: (laughs) We were not focused on on Christ, and and that was a big distraction for me. Which is one of the main reasons why we had to separate. Because I wanted to stay on Christ, working on my relationship, and I had to cut off the the fat and, and. do you calling me back? I did what I needed to do to, to stay focused on my relationship with Christ, and and in doing that, you know, she had her connection with Christ, and and we got back together, and it, it was it, we are here now. That's good. It's Thank great. You. Thank you. <clears throat>
7: so, hello. <laughs> Quaco and I met at a mutual friend. Um, I had just come back from a seven day trip to Mexico and I was really, really tired and wasn't planning to go to her party. But the week before I left, she looked me in my eyes and said, are you coming to my Christian my celebration party? And I said, absolutely. So I pulled myself together, threw on something, threw my hair in a ponytail and went, just out of respect for her as a friend and while i was there sitting at the counter starving with the food was this man came in wearing a bright yellow Brazil sock <laughs> <laughs> <He woke up, laughs> <up. laughs> it was perfect it was what i like so he came in and he was really a bright spot the moment he walked in <laughs> But I was tired, <laughs> <laughs> he came in with solas or something. But um, I was very tired and I was hungry and I was sitting up at the countertop and he came and put some sodas down and I looked to see what he had <laughs> And he left and then he came back and started to open the chicken. And I said to myself, thank God, i ready to eat. <laughs> and I was watching him cut the chicken and prepared, and he thought I was watching him, but I was really sad with him. Anyways, he, he opened it, and I took part of that, and he left and went and did some other things, but he eventually made his way back to speak to me, and it turns out he had noticed me already, too, so I let him.
3: Yeah, I, I was completely nervous. I, I said, OK, I, I need to cut this chicken and not mess it up and throw it across the floor. And I made up in my mind that I was going to at least start a conversation. And uh, as time went on, I finally had an opportunity to, to talk to her. And uh, I just introduced myself. And she, the thing that I remember was she was very open, very warm. And uh, I was yapping. I was talking too much. And she she said, Hold on for a second, and I said, Oh man, move like, this up and I said, Okay, never mind. And I, I kept on I was playing pool with a friend of mine and before I knew it she came back and she said, You were saying? And I was like, Okay. She's paying attention. And after that I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to know her more, I'm gonna get her number and talk to her more. And that was the beginning. It was a blessing. And one one thing part of that is at the beginning of it, both of us were involved by the same friend and we were so tired and like, okay, oh, we don't want to go. But it was her celebrating getting saved. And that's what she, she means to us and meant to us. And so we both pushed past and the Lord
6: the miracle was there. The blessing was there when we pushed past to be a blessing her.
1: That's good, thank you. <laughs> I know some of you are not here, but um, a few months back we had a couple come um speak. Uh, and some of you may remember that one of the couples, Israel and Monica. Monica is a the person they're talking about. I invited oh, him to yeah. oh, that yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, it seems in Christian circles, and I want to apologize because some of his writings is uh, not very clear to me. <laughs> I'm sorry if I misunderstand what you're trying to say, but I'm going to try my best, okay? Um, it seems in Christian circles, there shouldn't be individuals that are narcissistic types or all about themselves, but there are. How do we avoid the trap of being ensnared with them? They can be very godly anointed people, but like Saul. Wow. That's
7: a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to (laughs) take (laughs) that one? <laughs>
1: Who wants to address that? No, well, the mic is. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> uh, hot potato.
2: Hot potato. <laughs>
1: so, just to be clear. Can you read it again? Let me. Let me. Yeah. It seems in Christian circles there shouldn't be individuals that are narcissistic types or all about themselves, but there are. How do we avoid the trap of being ensnared with them? They can be very godly, I know people, but like Saul. In other words, how do you avoid being full of yourself like a lot of people? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's the
3: two sides of it. And and from the context of godly fellowship and godly relationships, I think, you know, it's so funny, I was thinking about, Lord, what was the thing that allowed me to be in an environment so that I could meet Charles? It was the Holy Spirit. As Christians, we, we desperately need the Holy Spirit to guide us, to help us in our decision making. And I think that the Holy Spirit is very much involved in the friends you make. I thank God that I met Toke. I, I met Tokes, uh in in a, in a uh, fellowship playing ping pong. Remember, remember that. So it's like the Lord led led me to him, and the Lord led him to me. So if you're a discerner, you keep your discerners on, and you Bible says you know them by their fruits. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's that thing of okay, Lord, I love you, I want to grow in you, so I want to make sure that the people that surround me are chasing after you as well, that they're humble, mm-hmm. that that even in my relationship and my conversation with them, that I see elements of surrender and humility. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see that, it's not that I'm going to brush them off, but I am going to be careful about those choices and I'll pray for them
1: well while they get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that's good. How do you handle being angry with your spouse outside the home? Mm. Mm. How do you handle being angry with your spouse outside the home? I think that includes inside the home, anytime, anywhere. You want to answer that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I always talk. I want to hear him talk. (laughs)
4: Being angry at my spouse, um, anywhere. First off, I try not to speak down or negative or blame or put fault—not too much. <laughs> and if I do, of course, I try to ask God for forgiveness. But I know that words are strong and can do more damage than anything, out of, especially out of anger. When you're when you're angry, we, we all do it. We just run our mouth. So first of all, thinking, pausing and most importantly praying about it after the fact, after trying to keep our cool, taking time to uh, keep control of ourselves. That's how I do it.
2: Let me just add something real quick. <clears throat> so when we were little, you know, we all know that saying sticks and stones may hurt, may, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is so not true in in our relationships and especially in a marriage. and when we first got married, I am the kind of person that I don't like tension. Like if there's a between me and an individual, I want to resolve it. Like, okay, what's the problem? And he's not like that. <laughs> if he does not want to talk about it, he, he ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> and I had to learn it is better for me to walk away and let him like process his thoughts and give him that moment because that's showing him, even when I'm frustrated or angry, it's showing him respect and I think that's something that you never want to lose sight of in a marriage. Like no matter how angry you are, because the words that you say will not be forgotten. It's like something you deposit in someone's spirit. And so I would rather walk away than force him to talk and him say something that I'm gonna remember and it's gonna leave me bruised and wounded. I would rather just give him the space, he'll he'll be fine about it and then we'll we'll talk about it, you know.
6: I want to share about, uh, as far as that question, is the fact that sometimes I have to walk away from the situation mm-hmm. to be able to kind of distance myself or to be able to relax a little bit. Because growing up, my father was rough on my mom. And so one thing that I have to do is I have to be mindful of what is, what's, what's going on and how that's going to come out. Because... I have had the fact that what I grew up with is at the beginning was how I dealt with her. Like really, uh, I guess the words and also like the a reaction of my feet. Mm-hmm. So that's what, especially for a woman. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I wish I could have had was some kind of counseling before uh, before I got married in order to. Be able to resolve those situations, because one thing that does come up is how you grew up. So mm-hmm. how you grew up, as far as maybe there's a father mother situation or this stuff, mm-hmm. thing going on, that's gonna come into your marriage. And Absolutely. Sometimes resolving that before you get married becomes so much easier.
7: Mm-hmm. And
6: even even if you may have have counseling, something will come up and. Just I guess you have to
1: deal
6: with it and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Thank
1: you. Does anyone in the audience have a question? You didn't write anything, but you want to ask a question in person. I want to make sure I give you that opportunity. Okay. Is there anyone? Okay. Alrighty. Um. I apologize. I didn't really get this question correctly, but I'm going to try my best. Um. What if you don't want to mate with your spouse sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess, that's what if you don't want to mate? I guess, what if you don't want to sleep with your spouse sometimes? And by sleep, I don't think it's just. That's a good
4: question. That's a very good question. And in the beginning of our marriage, Because we kind of started off on the wrong foot. I kind of punished us by holding out, I guess you could say, not wanting to, 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 we're married, so I love her, but I wanted to hold something from her, which was devastating to us because then she felt the rejection and not wanting, you know, intimacy and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, of course, I wanted intimacy, but. I was being hard-headed it's it's just it's damaging if you try to hold out i mean we have to for us sharing that time is important and 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 not sharing it is just as important too because it has um some major effects
2: so one thing i'll add is you know you're not always going to be in the mood to do the hanky-panky, okay? <laughs> Especially when you have children, okay? Yeah. But um, I learned that it's not just, it should never be optional. Like, you know, Christ even says, you know, don't withhold this. Do not withhold your body from your spouse. You know, you are married, you are one. And when you do, when you, even if, if you do it because you're tired or if you do it because you're angry, like you're leaving the window open and do y'all know that Satan only needs, like, a gap to come in and, you know, just tempt you? Because that's all it takes. It's just that temptation. And then the mind can, because the mind can play so many tricks on you. And so I've learned, like, it's not just about what I want, what I feel like doing. I need to make this a priority because sex is a huge part of a marriage. And you're not expected to do it every night, okay? <laughs> but don't okay. deny each other. Don't do it because you're angry and you know make time for it. Yeah. Just the way that we make time for you know exercising, we make time for priorities. This is a priority, it should be a priority in your marriage to keep it healthy and to keep it strong.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit while you are single.org. That is whileyouersingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.